0: Still, some hope. Once I've got the money together to pay off my parents' debt to him, another five or six years, I suppose, that's definitely what I'll do. That's when I'll make the big change. First of all, though, I've got to get up. My train leaves at five. And he looked over at the alarm clock ticking on the chest of drawers. God in heaven, he thought. It was half-past six, and the hands were quietly moving forwards. It was even later than half-past, more like quarter to seven. Had the alarm clock not rung? He could see from the bed that it had been set for four o'clock, as it should have been. It certainly must have rung. Yes, but was it possible to quietly sleep through that furniture-rattling noise? True, he had not slept peacefully, but probably all the more deeply because of that. What should he do now? The next train went at seven. If he were to catch that, he would have to rush like mad, and the collection of samples was still not packed, and he did not at all feel particularly fresh and lively. And even if he did catch the train, he would not avoid his boss's anger, as the office assistant would have been there to see the five o'clock train go. He would have put in his report about Gregor's not being there a long time ago. The office assistant was the boss's man, spineless, and with no understanding. What about if he reported sick? But that would be extremely strained and suspicious, as in fifteen years of service Gregor had never once yet been ill. His boss would certainly come round with the doctor from the medical insurance company, accuse his parents of having a lazy son, and accept the doctor's recommendation not to make any claim, as the doctor believed that no one was ever ill, but that many were work shy. And what's more, Would he have been entirely wrong in this case? Gregor did, in fact, apart from excessive sleepiness after sleeping for so long, feel completely well, and even felt much hungrier than usual. He was still hurriedly thinking all this through, unable to decide to get out of the bed, when the clock struck quarter to seven. There was a cautious knock at the door near his head. Gregor? "'Somebody called. "'It was his mother. "'It's quarter to seven. "'Didn't you want to go somewhere?' "'That gentle voice!' Gregor was shocked when he heard his own voice answering. "'It could hardly be recognized as the voice he had had before. "'As if from deep inside him "'there was a painful and uncontrollable squeaking mixed in with it. "'The words could be made out at first, "'but then there was a sort of echo.' which made them unclear, leaving the hearer unsure whether he had heard properly or not. Gregor had wanted to give a full answer and explain everything, but in the circumstances contented himself with saying, Yes, mother, yes. Thank you. I'm getting up now. The change in Gregor's voice probably could not be noticed outside through the wooden door, as his mother was satisfied with this explanation and shuffled away. But this short, conversation made the other members of the family aware that Gregor, against their expectations, was still at home, and soon his father came knocking at one of the side doors, gently, but with his fist. Gregor! Gregor! he called. What's wrong? And after a short while he called again with a warning deepness in his voice. Gregor! Gregor! At the other side door his sister came plaintively. "'Gregor, aren't you well? Do you need anything?' Gregor answered to both sides, "'I'm ready now,' making an effort to remove all the strangeness from his voice by enunciating very carefully and putting long pauses between each individual word. His father went back to his breakfast, but his sister whispered, "'Gregor, open the door, I beg of you.' Gregor, however, had no thought of opening the door, and instead congratulated himself for his cautious habit acquired from his traveling of locking all doors at night, even when he was at home. The first thing he wanted to do was to get up in peace without being disturbed, to get dressed, and most of all to have his breakfast. Only then would he consider what to do next, as he was well aware that he would not bring his thoughts to any sensible conclusions by lying in bed.